0: This is on the left side, the alternative football show. But so good is Ibrahimovic, that even aged 36 and injured, Manchester United decided to give him another deal. Hello, I'm Jim, and it's back at Bloody Laugh. After what seems like a voyage through the desert of international football with only a thimble of water, the oasis of the Premier League has returned. And we can dive straight in to its cool, refreshing waters. We don't often talk about West Brom on On The Left Side. They don't have the comedy value of, say, a West Ham United. They don't play the silky football that we've been seeing in Manchester this season. They're just sort of there. They make up the numbers, like that relative you only ever see at Christmas and then forget about for the other 11 months of the year. Even with the potential threat of relegation for the baggies this season, they seem to have kind of slipped under the radar a bit. But with just two wins in the Premier League, that's starting to look like a genuine possibility at the Hawthorns. The pressure is on the club. And the pressure is on Tony Poulis, who, to be fair doesn't seem all that fussed about the prospect of getting the boot. If the club decide what they decide, I've got great respect for everybody at the football club. It's just life, it's the way it is. People say, you know, the football's been boring, it's been this, that and the other. The last two home games at the Hawthorns have seen nine goals scored. I mean, that is great, Tony. It really is great and we all love a goal, but it's probably not going to help you save your job when your team has only scored two of those nine goals. (laughs) just seeing goals flying in at either end was the name of the game, then I'm sure David Unsworth would already have sewn up the Everton job on a full-time basis. And that situation at Everton is a great demonstration of the potential issues if West Brom were to sack Tony Pulis. Where the hell do you find a replacement? The current list of potential candidates is a short one for any club looking for a new manager. Sam Allardyce, obviously. Roberto Mancini, probably. But then... Who? Tim Sherwood? The former Villa and Spurs boss popped up on TV again this week doing his punditry thing and once again proved why he is one of the keenest managerial minds in the business. He's absolutely right. You only win as a coach if you win. Truly, truly inspiring, Tim. So would you rather have Sherwood or would you rather have Pulis, who has never been relegated from the Premier League? Do you roll the dice and try and find another man to keep you up? And from West Brom's point of view, it wasn't just Chelsea who were running right this weekend. Bournemouth bagged four, Liverpool scored three and Manchester United found the old onion bag four times against Newcastle United. A game that saw two very significant returns for the Reds in the shape of Paul Pogba and Zlatan Ibrahimović. The former was playing in a way that means we can't really call him a waste of money anymore, which also means I now need to write another go-to Pogba gag, which will probably be about his hair or something. And the latter returning to football a month ahead of schedule, which is an incredible feat for any footballer who's done their ACL, never mind a 36-year-old footballer. And the return of the Zlatan also meant the return of the ego, which also meant the return of his quite wonderful post-match press conferences. It's a remarkable recovery. You come back a a good month early, probably. Was there ever a moment you thought it might not happen? No, because lions, they don't recover like humans. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing lions again, yeah? (laughs) We do the lion again, yeah. He is quite right. If a lion did its ACL, you'd probably have it put to sleep. It's also not a particularly fair comparison. I don't remember ever seeing a David Attenborough documentary where an injured lion received help from the country's top medical staff, or even had access to a cryotherapy centre. So either Zlatan is talking rubbish, or the United players are actually sharing their Carrington Physiotherapy Centre with a pride of lions, which could go some way to explaining their recent injury issues. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. But press conferences like that could soon be a thing of the past, all in the name of science. According to artificial intelligence boffins, the world is readying itself for robot football. Yes, a sport that resolutely refuses to have video refereeing will apparently have robotic players by the year 2045 with scientists predicting they will be able to build a robotic humanoid that is better at playing the beautiful game than Lionel Messi. Which, given the fact that by 2045 Lionel Messi will be 58, it's probably not that shocking. (laughs) I reckon my Henry Hoover will be better at playing football than Messi by then. Dr Ian Pearson, a cybernetics engineer, claims that in just 28 years time, robots will be able to run faster, dribble better and shoot harder than any professional footballer ever achieved. The idea asks an interesting question, however. Why do we watch football? Is it for the silky goals, the skills, the well-placed passes, or is it the element of human skill and personal endeavour that's important? But personally, I'm not holding out too much hope that it's actually ever going to happen. I remember watching Tomorrow's World in the 80s and being promised I'd have a robot butler by the millennium. And I still have to get off my lazy ass to make my own brews. And where's my bloody hoverboard too? Science and science fiction is always writing cheques that it can't cash. Just 33 years ago, the Terminator movies were predicting that robots would be travelling back from the future to destroy mankind. And now they've downgraded that opinion slightly to just destroying football. I doubt even that's going to happen, but who knows? In another 33 years, maybe we'll be telling stories like this. In the 21st century, a player will rise like no other. It will feel no pity, no remorse, no guilt. So, pretty much just like footballers are now then. Oh, yeah. But it will have one purpose. To return to the past and change the future. Listen, understand, it's out there. It can't be reasoned with, it can't be bargained with. It's gonna score goals and you cannot stop it. Are you Gary Linica? Come with me if you want to present match of the day. It's called the term midfielder. Give me your boots, your socks, and your number 10 shirt. In fact, is that a crystal palace kit? Don't worry, you can keep it. And your future is in its feet. I'll be back as soon as we get the new contract on the table with a massive bonus signing fee. Chilling. But even if robots do reach this advanced level of ability and super skills, then surely they can't do as much damage to football as FIFA already have. And robotic football, where players were perfect and mistakes were rubbed out, just wouldn't be, well, as fun, would it? For a start, you would never get moments like this. Whoops! Oh my goodness, what a fluff from Robin Sedner! Well, (laughs) This is FSC Mainz keeper Robin Zentner controlling a back pass in their Bundesliga clash with Borussia Mönchengladbach. Although, he didn't control it at all. He took a swing at what he thought was the ball, but it was in fact the penalty spot and the ball carried on rolling behind him towards the goal he just just forgot (laughs) sorry he just forgot to take the ball this is absolutely marvelous I'm not laughing at him definitely not yes you are you're laughing at him a lot it is brilliant it might be my favorite piece of commentary ever it's even more entertaining than those exaggerated goal celebrations that you get in south america and they're pretty bloody good it's really funny but it's still not quite as funny as listening to tottenham fans who think they can still win the league after getting beaten 2-0 by arsenal this weekend i would like to congratulate the whole of totten despite today's result we have been the best team this season we've blown them away now that's bloody hilarious <laughs> Thank you for coming to play. That is it. But we will be doing it all over again in around four days' time. So however you listen, on Podbean, on iTunes, on Amazon Alexa, whatever it is, come back then and we'll have fresh football funny for you. If you've not subscribed yet, click that button and then we'll tell you when the next episode is ready as well. I will see you then. Goodbye. On the left side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. For abrupt audio. They'll be back. In the future.